Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you changed your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck Welcome to Neighbourhood Watch. I'm Beck. I'd like to uh, direct your eyes, even though this is a audio medium. Yes, it will be very difficult. Are you going to be posting photos of me? Oh, I already do. (laughs) That's where my nudie photos went. All right. Well, direct your ears then to the (laughs) other side of the table to this tall drink of water. Nakia, how are you, darling? I'm good. I'm good. Um, My husband commented that we're far too nice to each other and the lovely stuff is starting to make him sick. So, um, Beck, your mole, it's nice to see you. Dave's opinion counts for naught with me. He has has no credibility with me, so he can go and fuck himself. Oh, well, then I shall make goo-goo eyes at you and kissy noises through the whole (laughs) podcast just to piss him off. Oh, that'll be a niche market that we'll attract with that. <laughs> now, if Maybe. we if we're very quiet, oh, are you hunting wabbits? No, we can hear Nakia's drink sizzling quietly in the background. Listen mm. to that. That's me. I like a spicy drink. <laughs> it's bubbling away. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds really. Fabulous. This is what you think you can hear. <laughs> not not the dogs, the cars. No. The ass hat neighbours, no, just my drink. No, as we say in our opener, there's the the eighty year old neighbour cracking onto my twenty year old guy, <laughs> the burnt out car on the front lawn, and the porn, and the porn that mm-hmm. they made themselves. I know, I know. I still, I'm still in love with our theme song. Oh, so am I. I sing along to it every time the Me show too. starts. Now today. Brace yourselves because today Hang on, is, hang on. I've oh, got to brace myself. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. And, oh, God, this is. Okay. You can't see what's happening, but there's a lot to brace <laughs> up, up in the upper in the upper regions. One over each shoulder and I'm braced. All right. She's braced. Today is my story. And today I'd like to tell you a little tale called Celebrities in the Wild. Ooh. I know. Is that kind of like I'm a celebrity get me out of here? They're in the wild, aren't they? Well, insofar as uh, we use a similar definition of celebrity for this story, (laughs) i.e. not at all. (laughs) Now, no matter how blasé you are and how unimpressed you are with celebrity, there's still something that sends a frisson of delight. Oh, you did pull that little bitch word out, didn't you? I did. Frisson of delight. Such a mole. Up my you spine and that is spotting a celebrity in the wild Mm. now i don't mean uh vis-a-vis 
I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Oh, I don't and you mean, don't mean just wandering through the bush and no. there's one. Oh, know, look. Like the, the goodies had an episode where all the Rolf Harrises got out, which is oh, not God, good now. We God, don't you love it? About Rolf Harris. <laughs> Her awesome up-to-date <laughs> references there. We've just lost everyone under the age of 45. Damn it, I should have, <laughs> I should have mentioned some other show, American Dad. Yeah, something other than a convicted pedophile. Yeah. So anyway, I don't mean the fake tan, bolt-on-boobed veneers with spider eyelashes, pillow-lipped bundle of hair extensions that's on reality TV these days. I mean a genuinely talented celebrity. Oh. Whether that be sports or acting or some benevolent pursuit. Now, that excitement, I can tell you, does not diminish when you actually find yourself living next door to a celebrity. You're almost Famous by proximity. Oh, brace yourself. This is Keith Urban, Nicole Kidman, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Oh, we've got to work on your references. A. Hemsworth. <laughs> All right, I'm listening now. <laughs> now, a few years back, I found myself living next door to, cue dramatic music, mm-hmm. a high-profile newsreader. What? Now, granted. That's it. I know. Technically, that is not genuine talent. A fucking newsreader. <laughs> Yes, I know. All they do is read auto cue and wear an earnest expression and big shoulder pads. I know, but I, I could do that shit. Oh, uh, you could. I you could. could actually. I could. So, nonetheless, just be, this woman just happened to be genetically gifted, and she was well known at the time. She was very well known at the time, and okay. she was actually the highest paid woman in her profession at the time when she lived near me. Okay. Um, were men paid more than her? Of course, don't okay. <laughs> Just checking. We haven't because... suspended all reality, you clown. Because <laughs> it was the 80s. Oh, God forbid. I was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about how, you know, oh, we're expected to have, I'm sorry, I'm going down a track here, but we're expected mm. to have gender parity in pays by like 2035. And I thought, <sighs> why? 2035. What have we done with the vote? Voted for white middle-aged men. Oh, God. It's Crazy just... women. Oh, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the first time I saw this woman, who was the highest paid woman at the time, mm. she was stalking around the neighbourhood. She looked like a giant shellacked praying mantis because she's about mm. eight foot tall and she was wearing lycra from head to toe. An eight foot tall newsreader. Mm. None come to mind. She was very big. Well, she was always... very big and she had big hair. Uh, oh, well, it's the 80s. Everyone had big uh. hair. She was obviously sitting behind a desk when I caught an eye full of her. <laughs> so I didn't know how tall she was. Well, she was mucho grande tall. Mm. So you can imagine my delight when uh, I see her take some keys out of her pocket (gasps) and place them in the lock of the door of the house next door, which signaled to me that we were about to be neighbours. Yep. So you were obviously living up market. Oh, she was living down market. (laughs) One of the two. (laughs) She was slumming it in your area. (laughs) Potato, potato. Now, I can tell you one undocumented truth about living next door to a celebrity is Mm. it is absolutely exhausting because you spend so much time and energy racing to the window every time you hear a door (laughs) in the hope that a more famous person is about to turn up and visit her. But I am sad to report that this particular woman was clearly friendless because in the six months she lived next door to me, not a single famous person other than her crossed the threshold not her co-anchor not the weatherman oh no they loathed each other not the sports guy no no he had a perm he had a perm that's a bold man that gets a perm i love a man perm (laughs) do you oh very vetus sterilitis isn't it (laughs) god you're 
<laughs> For anyone under the age of 96, Venus Gerolitis was a tennis player in the 1920s. Oh, dear. Uh, so anyway, I'm sad to report that nobody famous turned up. She was entirely friendless, although ironically my social life ramped up significantly because naturally I invited lots oh. of people over all the time and I'd um, like crowbar into conversation as quickly as humanly possible <laughs> that I was living next door to a famous person. So, And I casually skirted around the fact that we never exchanged a single word. <laughs> nor made any eye contact and they could really only see it through a window whereas if they turned on your television at six o'clock they'd get quite the view of her reading the news you could see more of her on the tv (laughs) than you could living next door (laughs) so that is my story that is the time where i lived next door to somebody famous so let me pose this question Mm -hmm. have you ever lived near with Mm. or around Someone famous? Well, I I must live in the slummy neighbourhoods, I must say. Although I did live in a share house with six people. Two of them were Olympic swimmers. Oh. Mm. So we used to get to go to the swimming and uh, saw them on the TV for the Olympics. And take lots of recreational drugs, I assume. No. No. Well, they didn't. They were always in training. So, you know, when they're always in training, they're not much fun. It was guys. Mm, I like like a male swimmer body with the big, big wide shoulders and the narrow. Yes. Not so terrific. No. Well, it's it's an acquired taste on on the female physique, but that's Mm. like female bodybuilders. Some people Mm. love it. Doesn't do it for me. Mm. But... Yeah, I do. I love the male swimmer, mm. swimmer's body. And we got to meet quite a few famous swimmers mm. through them because they'd all turn up at the house. Did they get about in uh, dick poppers, budgie smugglers? No. No? no. But Banana hammocks? We did get to shave quite a few of them down, which was quite lovely. Oh, Lord. But, what bits? Uh, the back. Oh, okay. And the chest. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> the manscaping. We're going to say, would that make you go faster if well, you shaved your... We were we were uh, flatmates, right? Okay. You know, so mm. oh, okay. We did see each other in our pajamas, but not you know nudie nudie. Oh, shaving <laughs> your pubes. I like though that you've normalised. Like, uh, yeah, I just uh, shaved my uh, flatmates back. Yeah, you know, I'm not a I'm not a psycho. I didn't <laughs> shave his pubes. I just shaved his back. And he was he was awake and consented when I shaved his back. Oh, that's so it wasn't like at a bucks party where he just passed out and somebody just shaved his eyebrows and his back while is, they were there. Is that what happens? Oh, I don't know. I think they all shave each other's pubes. I do that. What at a bucks party? Yeah. Here we are again, back uh, at the bucks party. I've heard the stories. <laughs> I've heard the stories. And I've got to say, if I was at a hen's party uh. and someone yelled out, let's shave the pubic hair off the hen, uh. there'd be a lot of women standing around going, There's a oh. sentence I never thought I'd hear you say. <laughs> said it many a night there'd be a lot of women standing around going you take undies off no you oh i'm not gonna touch it oh that's disgusting now here's a mental image for you Mm -hmm. um i was reading about a there was a bucks do i think it was in the uk a while ago yeah and they posted a photo of this guy what happened was everyone got rat-faced at the bucks do what i know what a surprise strange but true and all of the gentlemen uh, cropped off some or all of their pubic hair. Then they uh-huh. formed it into a giant, colourful mass of pubic hair 
and they super glued it as a beard to the face oh, of the groom. Oh, oh you'll never sleep again now that I've told you that oh, story, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting, men. And we yeah. don't get paid as much. As no, we don't. They get, they've got too much money. This is what's wrong with them. They've been oh, running the world for so long. They now stick pubes on people's faces. On people's faces. As a joke. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, no. I just, oh, no. that just does my head in. That's horrible. Mm. There was one famous swimmer, very famous swimmer, mm. that we met one night. Mm. And this guy walked up to Jane and I and he said, hi, I'm Fred Bloggs. Mm. Oh. Not his real name. I wouldn't have slept with him. No. <laughs> He said, I'm Fred Bloggs, Mm. but I guess you already knew that. I know. And Jane didn't miss a beat and she looked at him and she said, oh, my God, I'm not interested, but I guess you probably already knew that. (laughs) (laughs) He would have been mortified. He was. And he was quite nice to us after that because it was like, love me, love me, love me. I always like the celebrities, you know, the famous stories you hear where they do a bit of don't you know who I am? Oh, yeah. I've done that before when I used to work on reception on my weekends at a television station. What, people should know who the receptionist is? Yeah, well, I was bloody good at it. <laughs> no, but every now and then, like, someone had told me this thing to say, like, when when someone's rung you on the phone and they're yeah. abusing you and they just think you're like, you're a faceless customer service person or something. After they've finished their tirade, mm. you go, do you know who I am? And they go, no. And I go, well, fuck off. <laughs> and you hang up. <laughs> That'll show them. That's a good one. When I was years and years ago, when I was telephone debt collecting, you would get oh. abused all the time. Can imagine. And there was one guy who was particularly nasty. Mm. You know, he'd call me a silly girl and I, I mean, I was, <laughs> but he didn't know, you know, really really nasty stuff to Mm. me and my last day there I got his number out and I rang it and I he said hello and I blew a raspberry into the phone and hung up you're a criminal genius I am you really are I know after all the nasty things he said I went (laughs) (laughs) that'll learn him (laughs) he's probably lied awake at night for months after that game who is the raspberry blower of old London town? Mm. See, we might as well make a Kenny Everett reference yeah. as well. <laughs> See, we're dwelling in the 70s. Let's bring all the old stuff with us. <laughs> I do um, love a bit of Dean Martin. But I'm not good with meeting celebrities. Mm. I get tongue-tied and a bit overwhelmed. So mm. when I first met my favourite doctor, the 11th doctor, Matt Smith, just to interject there, sorry, for mm. those who don't know Nakia, she's actually, she's not talking about her favourite general practitioner. She's actually talking about her favourite Doctor Who doctor because she is a Doctor Who fanatic. So. I am. I'm a nerdy Whovian. A nerdy who? Yeah, and I know this because my husband, uh, as an ironic joke, bought me a TARDIS bedspread and it's on the bed. Oh, so <laughs> Sucked in, Dave. <laughs> not so ironic now, is it? <laughs> Do, and is it true? Does everything look bigger? Uh, everything. Oh. Thank God for him. Not so good for me. <laughs> Anywho. So I met Matt Smith mm. and I met him at a Doctor Who convention, not like, you know, at Just Woolies. Out in the wild. The supermarket. <laughs> yeah. And it was very exciting. I was very overwhelmed. When you meet anyone at a, a convention, it's like the world's worst one-night stand. Oh. You know, it's like... 
I don't know, four seconds, and then they're like, out you go. Four seconds. Four seconds. That's not long. It's not long. It's mm. just a photo and you're gone. So you're like, oh, oh a photo. I thought mm. you were having sex with him and it no. only lasted four seconds. Sorry, I took the one-night stand analogy too far. I thought, wow, that's some convention there, baby. <laughs> well, it was Pornhub hosted, but... North, north. No. So you meet them for a quick photo, mm. very quick photo, and then you're chuffed off and someone else takes your place. Mm. So it's like you have a one-night stand, they kick you out and the next girl jumps in bed. Oh. I, didn't li- I didn't like that. But I was just overwhelmed and mm. I had a little cry oh. because I was so excited. <laughs> Did he see you cry? Uh, well... I don't know, I sent him all the photos of me crying. I was going to say, follow-up question, did he care? No, I'm (laughs) sure he didn't give a shit. (laughs) I'm I'm, sure he doesn't remember my name. I'm pleased to say that the newsreader never saw me cry. Oh, when she never spoke to you. She never spoke to me and and never made eye contact. And didn't have the weatherman over. No, no, they they truly hated each other. Really? Everybody hated her. She was, oh, she was mean. She was a mean-spirited person. She was a biatch. She was a big biatch. She was an eight-foot-tall shellacked biatch. Why is it? Mm. And this is not always Listening. the case, mm. but there seems to be, in my experience, a lot of women who made it to the top, mm-hmm. particularly in the eighties and nineties, mm. were really quite callous. Not nice people. I thought you were going to make some observation about tall women being no, biatches. No. I thought this is an interesting, <laughs> an interesting track we're going down. No, I'm five um, foot ten and I'm lovely. I think. Are you only five foot ten? I thought you were about six foot eight. <laughs> but you're a big unit. Is it because I'm only about four foot tall? Yeah, four foot two. Oh, I thought you were much taller than that. No, oh. five ten and shrinking. Oh God. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so I'll catch up shortly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start wearing a platform boot. I think they basically had to be. I think in the 80s and mm. 90s, women just had to be because it was. if we think it's a good old boys club now in the yeah. 80s and 90s, it was absolutely, well, you only have to look. It was the heyday of Cosby and. True. It was um, definitely a man's world. Weinstein and mm. all of that. There were songs. Rolf it's Harris. a man's world. <laughs> I never heard it's a ladies' world because it doesn't hasn't got a good cadence. No, it's a ladies' world. Yeah. If you're deluded, <laughs> if you want to get paid less <laughs> and treated like and work a little bit harder, <laughs> yeah, twice as hard for <laughs> half the pay. I always remember reading and watching the videos of the Lean In and thinking, I don't want to be a bloke. I want to be a girl. Mm. I want to be a woman. No. Oh. In the workplace, I didn't mm. want to have to act like a guy, mm. which is why I've achieved nothing in my entire career. Uh, mm. But big boobs, <laughs> and I didn't do anything. And you to didn't get do them. anything to get them. They just the- they just appeared one day. God was giving. Yes, and when I say they just appeared, I don't mean her favourite doctor attached no. them to her. <laughs> my favourite <laughs> Doctor Who, <laughs> baby Jesus gave them to her. He was. Very, very, he was feeling very giving at the time. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your own funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast. You can also rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. 
please tell your friends, family, and of course your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. So there you go. We th- we started down the track of celebrity and neighbours, mm. and we've ended up with boobs, doctors, mm. and bucks parties, bucks parties, uh, pubic hair, beards, mm. and this one just go. This is just a little special shout out for Dave. Fuck you, Nakia. Oh, fuck you, you mole. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. This has been a production of The, the Nerd, Nerd Infinite. <laughs> and then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?